Starting up with Virtue Zone on Dubai Eye 103.8. Starting up with Virtue Zone each and every Thursday, 1 through until 2. Great to have you as always. Neil Petch is the chairman of Virtue Zone, the man that can. He is the man that uh, lives and breathes the hashtag by which they go by hashtag be your own boss. All right, boss? Yeah, you know what? It's not uh, what you say, it's how you say it. And if you're presenting and you're stressed, and that can show itself if you're wearing a light blue shirt and it's really hot, then everything that you're saying, people are just looking at that, aren't they? So, presentation, it's a neat seg into our next guest. I love the segues. That's why the man has paid the big bucks. That's why he is here. Uh, We're we're talking social entrepreneurship here this afternoon. We're shining this week's success spotlight on a man who's flown all the way from Australia to speak to Neil. Uh, And, well, there's a few other bits and pieces on the agenda at the moment. But also to spread the good news about his and his team's social enterprise. Thank you is a brand that's gaining popularity for its sustainable products, including hand and body wash, home cleaning products, natural deodorant. See where we're going with this one? Uh, His goal, though, to sell as many products as possible. End goal? Ending extreme poverty. Delighted to be joined in the Dubai Eye studio, fresh from Australia, social entrepreneur, founder of Thank You. It is a big thank you to Daniel Flynn. Dan, thanks for joining us. Tom, Neil, thank you for having me. Really good to have you on board. And listen, uh, behind every great brand, there is a great story. And we want to find out more about the thank you story in just a few moments' time. But before that, your story. Because before you get to one story, there's always a backstory yeah. as well. Before thank you, how did you get to the sort of the, 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 that, that eureka moment of setting up thank you? What's your sort of backstory to that? Well, this is interesting and uh, full circle being here in Dubai because I was studying project management in construction and I dreamed of building skyscrapers. In fact, we would do study tours to come to Dubai. I never went on one um, because thank you started right in this university time where I wanted to get into property development, make money. And then I got really confronted by extreme poverty. Some stories of kids who didn't have access to clean water and I watched videos of them literally saying their brothers and sisters died from the water they collected them. And I was like, ah. this is when you're at university. Yeah, I'm 19 years old. I'm 19 years old. I'm seeing that. A caring 19-year-old. Well, well here we go. You heard yeah. it here first. Well, yeah, here we go. But the, the, the thing that got me was this is so wrong that this exists. 900 million people don't have access to clean water. 4,500 children dying every day. Then I saw another number. I couldn't unsee it. It said we spent $50 billion globally on bottled water. I thought, well, there you go. One world, two extremes. Today it's $350 billion. And so this aha moment was it was I was moved. I mean, I was actually crying, thinking, man, if my sisters died and I grew up, found out it was the water I got them, how do I live with that? Mm. It's not my story, but this is other young people's story. And we're spending $50 billion on bottled water. Yeah. And I, I, I would buy bottled water. So I thought, well, this is, this is easy. Should there not be a brand that sells products like water and gives all the profit to funding water projects and – that was the initial seed of the idea. And my mind, like many entrepreneurs, once you see something, it's hard to unsee. This should exist. So that was the beginning. And, I mean, it turns out it's a bit harder than you think. I actually completely love your brand. Thank you, because it, it's simple, it's easy to say, and it, you know, it, there's immediate positivity. What's the domain, though? Because that 
Do you, so, have, a, so, do you so, have a cool domain? Well, we tried to get thankyou.com yeah. and <laughs> it luck was with, good luck with millions. That. And actually it's owned by a big global bank. And so we... <laughs> who, who are thanking yeah, everybody so, for so, paying them. So then we tried to get thankyou.org and I was so disappointed. They wanted 50000 We ended up getting thankyou.co. Costs us $300. Head to thankyou.co. Yeah. I think that's nice. Thank yeah. you, Doc Co. Yeah. Save, save on the M, you know? Yeah. I mean, this is going to sound like a really simplistic question, but what is the thinking behind thank you? I mean, you've given us yeah. the backstory sure. there, but what's the sort of goal? So we live in one world that has these two extremes. Right now, there's 715 million people living in extreme poverty. Big number, right? That's a UN number based on people living on less than $2.15 a day. At the same time, we're spending $63 trillion a year as consumers. And we look at that at Thank You and say, let's build bridges. Let's find consumer product, take the profit, and right this wrong. Help fund projects that end extreme poverty. And so we set up a business. Here's the catch. It's owned 100% by a charitable trust. So founders don't get equity or shares. There are no investors. It's, a t- it's an interesting one to run. But the idea is we can make a promise to a consumer that when you buy this product, we run it sustainably, we make the best product possible, but then what's left goes to our impact partners to date, raised $18.1 million. Um, and, and that's from a country of 23 million people in Australia. Mm. So we feel like we've got the model working. It is now time to take it to scale, take it to, inter- to international markets. And, you know, in the last three years, we've given around uh, just over $11.1 million. So it's gaining pace, and we want to see that exponentially grow. And in my mind, I can just see a world one day where it's everywhere and therefore the impact. You're, you're obviously a ma- you- you're a man of morals. That goes without saying. You're a man of ethics as well. You know, there are very few people on this planet that make the decisions that you have had to make a difference from a young age. Uh, and actually, you know, walk the walk, you know, not just talking the talk, you're walking the walk. But then at the same time, as you just mentioned there, you know, you're building a business model at the yeah. same time. Do you have to sort of put a different mindset on when you're setting out on a journey like this? A lot of businesses, a lot of startups will come to Neil, they come to Zone, and they'll go, OK, I just want to break even first year. I just want to still yeah. stay relevant first year. I mean, you set out on first year to eradicate poverty worldwide. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So people would say to us, you're so naive, like you just have no idea. And I, I, we, we were. And I'm glad we were because we'd catch up with people like yourself, Neil, and we'd say, yeah, so we're going to give all the profit that we know invested. And people were looking and saying, what are you talking about? You can't. This is not going to work. Where would you get the startup money? Where, and how do you give profit? And so we, we hacked our way forward. Our first year, our profit was $7,000 we distributed. Year two, it was $7,500. And profit's a loose term because we were all volunteering. Mm. Well, we couldn't pay salaries. The, there was barely any money going around. So it was sort of this, we were trying to piece together in our mind this intention of buy product, give money with the realities of business, which is And is at the same time, Daniel, you've created a company that any time you open a door for someone, mm. they say your company name. My favorite, Think about it my, like that. My favorite part is when you're at a, a, an event and you're handing product out and someone walks up to you and they say thank you before you've even <laughs> like, given the brand. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you don't need a business card. You yeah, know, you've, yeah. just, you've done it yourself. Um, talk to me quickly about the products as well. Yeah. Um, do you have a specific range or is sure. that range always expanding? So it started with water and then uh, we actually dropped our bottled water range due to a whole bunch of important environmental reasons. And, and so we dropped that and that got us a fair bit of media because we're probably the first bottled water company to pull out but for us it's an idea thank you transcends a product and so today you'll find us in hand wash for five years we held, held the number one hand wash in australia um there's 70 products so a whole range of hand body wash you mentioned cleaning we've just launched into the cleaning category with a industry first it's 100 percent natural 
and we've heard of that, but it's also a hospital-grade disinfectant. Thanks to an incredible, wow. inno- yeah, incredible innovator who could have sold it anywhere. Are you in the, uh, some of the schools here? Because I, I, I know that uh, uh, Lucy from Homegrown, their mm. big uh, USP as they try and do yeah. everything organically. And yeah. This has created problems keeping everyone not, not getting ill, all the young yeah. kids. So they, they'd love to know about that. Well, we'd love to meet. So, I mean, right now we're, we're here in Dubai talking about um, the brand and the story and, mm-hmm. and this will be on shelf later this year. All right. And um, we're yet to announce retailers, but it's been some really great conversations. And, uh, yeah, I think uh, we're, we're here to meet anyone to, to – I think launch Thank You Dubai in and of itself, I think, in Dubai will make great margin, great profit, great impact – but Dubai, as you know, is one of those cities. You know, mm. Singapore is similar. They, it kind of it is a global uh, place that people look to. And when things go well in one place, it sets a great precedent. So. We're going to ask you to stay with us because we've got plenty of questions coming through. We've got lots of comments coming through, as always, in conversation with the social entrepreneur Daniel Flynn. He's here in Dubai. He's talking to us on Starting Up. This is Starting Up with Tom Urquhart and Virtue Zone. Business set up with no regrets. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Welcome back to Starting Up with Virtue Zone. Uh, Virtue Zone's chairman, Neil Petch, is in the house uh, alongside myself, Tom Urquhart. And we've been joined in studio by the social entrepreneur and the founder of Thank You. It is, of course, um, something that uh, is well known down in Australia. But as you've just been hearing from Daniel Flynn, he's looking to scale. He says now is the right time to take this cross borders. Now is the right time to go to new territories. Daniel, again, thanks for being with us. Why is now the right time? I mean, we've been on a journey for a long time. Actually, there was an interview a while back that sums this up for me. I was in Chicago. thought I was just attending an audience uh, as an audience member. And the organizers came up and they said, Daniel Flynn, you didn't get back to our email. Tomorrow morning, President Obama wants to interview you on the live stream. Can you confirm are you in? I said, what? <laughs> what? I asked, I asked for a repeat. I said, I couldn't. And in this interview, it goes for 23 minutes with him. So, you, you know, yeah, he's not as good as you guys, but, you know, he's, he's, he's doing the thing. He's close. He's close. <laughs> and, and, and one of his questions, he said, Daniel, markets are global now. How are you thinking about expansion? I was like, well, President Obama, we're just launching in New Zealand. And after that, I look forward to getting it to the US and beyond. And I think he had a, we gave him a book and a hand wash at the end, right? And he, it was a joke. It was very, very smooth. He said, the girls and I will wash our hands. This will be great. Mm. And I'm like... Thank you is as simple as that. I mean, it's hard to get global distribution, but we need to scale this because right now, extreme poverty, thanks to COVID, it went backwards. So it went from bad to worse. Consumerism is not going anywhere. So the Dubai, Dubai Mall two, two nights ago, like we're spending money. Mm. Let's go. Can you just uh, – because, look, there's so many people who have brilliant ideas. They have brilliant pe- – all the obvious things to make a business work, the right people, <laughs> the right idea – execution is normally the one where where it fails and Mm. and quite often the execution is perhaps spending too much money too much time raising money so where are you in in the funding Mm. journey if people Mm. are listening to this who don't want to buy your products but actually want to get involved in the company or both yeah yeah. what's the opportunity look we took a really interesting funding route we have we have no investors we do have philanthropic support so we've we've said to people and and what what in the early days, I thought we had no money. This is our greatest problem. I think it was our greatest success because it helped us get really um, innovative on how do we market, how do we get out there, how Lean do we pitch. Mean. Yeah. I mean, our first pitch was to the biggest re- uh, distributor in Australia. He took 50,000 units. But we had no money. We hadn't registered the company. He didn't have 50,000 units. Probably. No, we didn't have 50,000 units. <laughs> but that sales order 
made every, as you know, yeah. made everything else work. And so a yeah. lot of our kind of process has been that bootstrapping. Yeah. Um, and we've done a bunch of crowdfunding and actually our consumers have funded like almost next rounds of funding for thank you through consumer crowdfunding and, and us getting creative. Okay. Um, so we've had some philanthropic support. Interestingly, when you track the thank you history, for every $1 we've got from a consumer or a family office from a philanthropic perspective, every $1 in, we've generated $5 to impact plus maintaining that $1 for future investment in thank you. So we would say this is a little bit social entrepreneurship kind of is the line between a business and charity, and that's where you find us. Um, We're always open for philanthropic, you know, kind of boosting funds. But right now it's getting, getting product on the shelf and then the rest works. Sales drive everything. So you're talking to the commercial people. You're talking to the obvious distributors yep. of, of what you got. Are you talking to government as well? Because I think it's the sort of thing, Tom, that uh, Dubai and, mm. and the UAE would love to get behind. Water, yeah. right? It's the most mm. precious commodity yeah. Yeah. there is. Yeah, so look, uh, I mean, my journey may be similar to yours. Is I just I'm up for any anyone meeting anyone and following. You talk about the black book at the start. You know, people introduce you and and, and you follow the rabbit warren. I think, you know, I, I agree with you. I think it would be amazing. We've had great um, connections with the Australian government, and and you know, I think at every level, people want to see change. And here's a, here's a way to to do it. Um. Again, uh, forgive me for asking simplistic questions, but again, I mean, for something that's born out of your passion, something that's found its roots in Australia, and as you said, you know, off the back of a conversation with a certain Barack Obama, Mm. mic drop moment, people like that one, didn't see that one coming, so... Um, you know, taking those breaks as well, but the idea of going global. Why Dubai? Why, where does Dubai fit into that sort of expansion plan? So uh, about a year and a half ago, we ran a little campaign, maybe two years ago now, and we did this call out from Australia. It was, um, it was an interesting one, just a video online. And uh, we said, hey, we want to take thank you further. Who's up for helping? And it was this kind of call out, an invitation, I suppose, um, and to see who may come forward. And it was pretty cool. The little campaign got 2.5 billion media impressions, 825 media features. It, it struck a chord. I was on Zoom doing most of them and just jumping around from South Africa to the Philippines to and did a podcast here in Dubai. It was fun. But interestingly, retailers came forward, distributors, a whole bunch of different amazing companies said, hey, we could help in this region and that region. There's a group called Distributor. Um, we said, hey, we could actually get this into Dubai. Then we met another group called Tish Tash. So we could do your marketing and all this stuff. And we're like, cool. Now, I'm not sure it is about Dubai, but you guys seem to move quick. So they're moving quicker than what's happening for us in Asia and Europe. So will could Dubai be the first country? Uh, so far, it looks like it will be. Um, and I love that. It's kind of people helping take this idea further. Uh, I didn't grow up here. I don't have any connections yeah. here. Um, but learning and meeting amazing people. And I think the power of thank you is not what can I do and to drive this or my co-founders. My co-founder, Justine, also my wife. We were dating one month when we started. It was high risk, but we're, we're married. We've got kids. We're good. Um, it, it's not us driving it. Thank you is an invitation to people to help. And yeah. yeah I think that one of the things you'll, you'll find, Daniel, is, is uh, for me, you can make decisions fast in Dubai. Things happen fast. They happen yeah. fast at government level. And the entrepreneurs out there are used to making things happen fast. So yeah. in terms of being a, a hotbed or a laboratory for you to yeah. get stuff done, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a great place to have a shop window. And I think also as well, and I was talking to the guys in the green room about this, you know, it's that, it's that sort of pioneering spirit here. You know, yeah. It feeds into the success of Virtue Zone. A lot of people come here um, with a job, but they've got 
a dream and they want to become their own boss at some point. They want to see something come reality. They might come here as cabin crew for one of the big airlines, yeah. but they've got something that they want to do. And there is still that sort of village village mentality. I mean, it, just in the conversation, you know, in the time we've been on air, I've had Patrick and Erica call saying, love what's going on here. Hope you enjoyed dinner last night. Yeah, they're amazing, amazing I mean, people. Yeah. All, all these things happening. And, and, and that, that, there's still that sort of village atmosphere, isn't there? There is. And they haven't even heard yet about the 48-hour antiperspirant that is actually natural i don't believe it's possible <laughs> oh wow come well, on so, so a, Sell Fre- it. a french innovator gilles reached out to us Gilles, of course it's yeah gilles, of course yeah. he sold one of his companies to l'oreal for 230 million euro which is a good currency to sell anything yeah. in. and he reached out and said hey i've got this innovation and he goes it's my life's best work and it is and he goes you can have it because he's made his money and so it, we, we source it in france we get it over it's amazing and so look you try it. You you be the judge. I use it every day. I'm not. I, I'm not here to sell products. But thank you as people coming together, Erica and met the team, and it is amazing, Patrick. This is how thank you grows. So where do we, where does someone in Dubai get that if they're not well, sitting next very, to you? It's very tricky. I've got one in my bag right now. Um, <laughs> and we Tom get, and I have half each. We had some samples. They're stuck in customs, uh, and it'll be in retail at some at some point. You know. Did you hear that, customs? Come on, let's support the startup community. <laughs> um, I, I also wonder with Dubai. I mean, maybe this is stating the obvious, but this was a place that was a desert, and someone had a vision and said, "Let's let's create something." That's what entrepreneurship is, and. I look at our journey and I think, yeah, when we started, we said, well, this is what we want to do. And everyone said, That's, that doesn't exist. You mm. can't do that. That won't work. So I, I don't know. I wonder if Dubai is sort of from its founding a, an entrepreneurial place. It's a fascinating point and it's a great point from what has been a fascinating chat. Listen, Daniel, we're out of time on this occasion, but we can't thank you enough for coming in, uh, explaining your journey, your story to us. If people want to be part of that journey, if people want to be part of the story, what's the next step? Well, we've already talked about it. Head to thankyou.co, not.com. Uh, jump in, learn. Learn about the impact. We haven't had much time today going into it, but you'll see over 18 change makers around the world we're funding. Have a look online and then follow us on social at thankyouoz. We need to change that handle soon, but at thankyouoz for now. Um, follow along because this is a, a people movement and we need people. So thank you. Uh, well, no. It should be us saying... Three, two, one. Thank you. you. <laughs> uh, to you, Daniel, for joining <laughs> us. Uh, all the best with the journey. Uh, I'm sure our paths will cross again some point and in the future. say hi to Barrack for us. Uh, <laughs> I'll text him. <laughs> <laughs> A big thanks to Daniel Flynn, social entrepreneur, founder of Thank You, joining us live in studio. You're listening to Starting Up with Tom Urquhart and Virtue Zone. Business setup with no regrets. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Uh, welcome back to Starting Up with Virtue Zone. Uh, we've got the Virtue Zone chairman, Neil Petch, alongside us. 4001, if you'd like to send us a text message. You can also WhatsApp on 04871 Or do reach out to the Virtue Zone team. The VZ team are pretty much uh, online, 24-7, answering any of your queries and questions. OK, turning our attention now from thank yous to, well, uh, those in our lives that sort of give us silent thank yous on a daily basis. Um, Neil Petcher, are you a pet lover, a pet owner? I am not only, I'm, I'm a dog and cat and indeed any sort of animal that will give me a bit of love, attention. So 100%. But I'm, what I'm really, I think, Tom, today is the first day that we've had an, a winner, a winner of the Virtue Zone Startup Awards, which you compared. So it's our, 
It's our first time, so I'm very, very proud to be uh, uh, sitting at the same table as you, Catherine. Very much looking forward to this one. Yeah, the UA's pet industry is one that is booming at the moment. Pet ownership in the country went up by 30% during the pandemic. Pet car market is estimated to hit around about two billion uh, US dollars by next year, 2025. Uh, and the average pet owner spending between 500 to 2,000 dirhams every single month on their pet. So to be a pet. Uh, One business owner benefiting from the UA's love for pets is uh, the dog mum out there, the dog mum and founder of Furchild, uh, Catherine Sabrowski, who's joining us now live here in the studio. Catherine, lovely to see you. Thanks so much indeed for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm also very excited to reunite with you guys after the great awards. So an award winner uh, joining us live here in studio. But the award uh, was garnered for, for good reason as well. Before we go any further, for those out there tuning in, for those listening, give us the 30-second elevator pitch on, on Furchild. What sets you apart from the competition? Okay, with regards to the pet food industry, uh, Furchild has completely revolutionised the way we feed and care for our pets. So... On the market, you have conventional, uh, highly processed foods. You go and you see them. It's a bag of dry food or it's a can. Um, We do something completely different. We offer a fresh, healthier, and a convenient solution to feed your pets. So it's real, fresh ingredients, whole food, 100% natural. It's actually raw, and it's very convenient to serve. So this is uh, quintessential clean eating for pets in the highest quality. Catherine, can I be a salesman for your company? I am biased because you did win our award. But any of you listening to this that own a pet that have had to pay a vet's bill and our our dogs, like our children, Tom, are getting more and more high maintenance, more stressed, whatever it is, and they have allergies and those vet bills are ginormous. And I'm guessing that if you eat organic and you eat Mm. fresh and you are telling us the amazing quality of of what you source, then you're less likely to need that. So, you know, it's, it's the old adage, Pay peanuts, get monkeys, and put yeah. quality in, get quality out. You are what you eat, you know. And if it's it's something that's quite funny, and this was kind of the eureka moment that started for a child. But if you look at us humans and how we would raise our children or how we would look after the health and well-being of ourselves, nutrition is a foundation. Hmm. And if you go to any GP, if you go to a nutritionist, they're going to hi- like give you a, a food pyramid chart that is featuring fresh whole foods. Hmm. What they're going to try and say is minimize, you know, sugars, salts, processed foods. But if you look at the pet food industry, they've created very convenient ways of feeding our pet. But is it really optimal? Is it fresh? Is it living? Is it species appropriate for the dog and cat? So, I mean, this was about 10 years ago when we had this light bulb moment after, you know, trying to solve a solution for our own dog's health, Maximus who's now proudly 13 years old and going strong. Um, It was just about finding a a fresh solution that was just, you know, going to support health and well-being. Business has been live since 2016. Yes. But it... And it's it, it, back in twenty six, even twenty sixteen. Although that's you know recent history, it was a little bit of a grey area. The whole pet food industry, here. the pet industry here, yeah. was a bit of a grey area. Um, talk to me about some of the sort of hurdles you faced in establishing the business and the brand. Sure. So if we take if we look back seven years ago, the landscape I think globally has shifted. But here in Dubai, we seem to uh, change at an accelerated speed. 
So when you went into any place where you'd、uh, buy pet food, you would go into supermarkets, you'd go into clinics, and you'd go into、uh, pet stores, and you'd be faced with a few options,、mm. and they all lead to ultra processed. So one of the major challenges is because not only were we a new business, a new brand, a new category, people weren't even aware of this as an option, as an alternative, as a solution to the problems they were facing. So really, the challenge has been in just letting people know that there is a alternate way to feed your pet.、Um, even today, the market is still learning; it's still growing. So it's just about. Bringing awareness that there is a fresh food diet out for pets, and we're addressing that issue multiple ways. But now, proudly, Furchild is mainly a B to C operation, but we are even in veterinary clinics across Dubai and Abu Dhabi, okay, which speaks I... volumes to the accessibility and where it's situating itself in pet care management. I wanted to ask you about that, Catherine, because there's you know a lot of people actually, Tom, have been in on the show. They've got F and B concepts.、Mm. They've got things they want to deliver, and we're all so lazy and we like convenience and so delivery. We see those swarms of motorbikes、mm. out there. Obviously, that adds an extra layer. That adds you know to someone thinking to set up a business. They've got to program to give twenty five percent or whatever it is to to the distributor, which means that they can't invest. So much in the quality of the product and,、mm-hmm. and so on. So, how have you dealt with that business issue? And what would your lesson be to someone who has a great idea for a product but is worried about the cost of it? Okay, few options or few few things to touch upon there.、Um, one is by operating as a B to C model. We could ki- we could kick out a lot of the d-、uh, middlemen. You know,、um, the people importing, we take full control of that. Sourcing, we take control of that. Uh, distribution, we take control of that, and it doesn't sit on a pet store, so we take control of that.、Um, this allowed to offer, allow us to introduce a product in a reasonable, you know, price point that was accessible for customers.、Um, so that is one thing I would say. The other thing I would say is just、um, understanding. Getting back to the convenience,、uh, that is paramount in this landscape here in Dubai. So. We made sure not only did we have the best product that had expertise backed behind it, but it had to be incredibly convenient and personalized. Because one dog, you know, a Chihuahua is not like a Great Dane. Tell me a senior、it. pet is not like a puppy, and pet parents' education can vary quite differently. So we created a lot of smart solutions to make us manage very dynamic customer profiles.、Mm-hmm. One was a fully integrated. In like inbuilt、uh, CRM system,、um, one was capturing pets' details so that we could offer personalized service. Other things, even just controlling the customer experience. So you've built your own CRM system. Yes. Yes. Is that something that you would ever look at selling?、Uh, could that be a revenue generator one day, or is it something you just use for your own company? Well. In the pet industry world,、uh, we have a lot of eyes on us because we have just a unique way of approaching things.、Mm. Um, we're very detail oriented. We're always looking to raise our bar, whether it be product, service, you know, customer experience. So we have had inquiries coming in.、Um, right now, we're just focused on our growth, but it is we understand the value of this underlying foundation and the impact it's had on the ability to add. You know, a very personalized service that is scalable.、Okay. So we do understand the value. Do you、yeah. have expansion plans? Of course, we do.、Where? Yes,、uh, 
Um, while there's many mouths we'd like to feed, you know, and many uh, positive impacts we'd like to have uh, in the... Positive in or positive? Po- pause, positive. You caught go. the pun, yes? <laughs> <laughs> I could throw out a lot of puns in this interview. Um, uh, outside the... Currently, we're delivering... Yeah. So de- currently, right now, we're servicing the UAE uh, only with over well over 5 million meals, fresh meals delivered to all seven Emirates. There's a huge demand in the local region, and there's huge necessity to carry on the same health benefits and revolutionize the, you know, what's available outside the UAE. So, yes. And your biggest competitors, apart from lack of knowledge, are? That's what I was going to say. You took that right out of my mouth. Sorry. Um, <laughs> the no biggest competitor, there is, so if you understand the pet industry, there are some big brands out mm. there, and they are everywhere. And they have a lot of resources. Yeah. So it's just about... Um, That's like big pharma and big sugar and biggest. Okay, we're taking on the world. I love this. <laughs> it's just that uh, we started with a very ambitious goal with a clear, clear vision and a dedication to excellence. So do you think we can get some special, uh, uh, special package for Virtue Zone customers who own pets? A hundred percent. Right. Probably speaking, we have many pet parents in this uh, yeah. this building we speak of. Yes. Because ah. yes. being an entrepreneur is a lonely life, and you need a hug, Tom, when you're answering your emails you at need, three a.m. I that. did suggest bringing in the boss dog Maximus, but Oof. I don't think that went well over with. Uh, I don't <laughs> I, think I, he's I, an English bulldog, and he snores very loudly, right, so he would are. be. We've got enough snorers here at the moment, most of them tuning in at the moment. But listen, we are going to ask you for a few details. Uh, Lots of questions coming in at the moment. So we're going to hold on to you for a few moments' time. This is Starting Up with Virtue. We're going to wrap things up with the company clinic and, of course, a call to arms from our friends at Fairchild next. This is Starting Up with Tom Urquhart and Virtue Zone. Business set up with no regrets. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Yeah, no regrets whatsoever. Make sure you do reach out to the Virtue Zone team. Uh, ask questions 24-7. They will answer them. You can also send them in to us right here at Dubai Eye 3.8. In fact, let's get to one of those questions because uh, Laurie got in touch with us midweek with a question for Dr. Neil Petch, uh, who has now opened his company clinic for us today. A little bit of a pointer in the right direction. Laurie says, look, my sister wants to move to Dubai. She's been out a couple of times, wants to come here uh, permanently or at least try to. She hopes to start a business here. Might have just the right contact for you, Laurie. Uh, what's a good package for her who wants to start small, get herself a visa? Uh, any particular requirements you can suggest? Yeah. Hello, Laurie. Um, well, firstly, great to see that you're looking after your sister. Any <laughs> operational company that you set up here would have the ability to provide her with a visa. Um, I'm going to cut off my nose to spite my face here and, and actually say, because we started, uh, Virtue Zone started something unique, which is the silver visa mm. package, which is infinitely cheaper than the golden one, but <laughs> enables you to have a five-year visa and be able to dip your toe in the water without all the extra expense. But on the company front, um, if your sister is intending to operate remotely, uh, free zones, probably going to be the cheapest way to go, and we've got millions of different uh, options there. If you're thinking, very much like Catherine here, to be delivering things in the mainland, sending people stuff to people's houses, then you probably need a mainland company. Mm. So the answer is, of course, call us up, ask, and we will listen 
because listening is very important and then we'll give you advice rather than just push what uh, what makes sense to the company. Laurie. The listening company, Tom. The, 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 the listening company. Uh, moving on from the listening bank, they are the listening company, yeah. that's for sure. A uh, big thanks to uh, Neil for that one and do reach out to the Virtue Zone team. Uh, Neil mentioned Catherine, who is our special guest in this second half of the show. Catherine Sabrowski, the dog mom and founder of Furchild, is with us. Just listening on to that, Catherine, I mean, you've been through the process of setting up a business here in the UAE. You did it in 2016 with Furchild. What's your advice? to aspiring entrepreneurs out there who want to get involved maybe in the pet industry Mm -hmm. or maybe just see their dreams come true um you're gonna my advice there's two things to be passionate about what you do whether it be a product or a service you really have to believe wholeheartedly in what you're doing is a better solution to the alternative you really should be striving to raise the bar in my opinion Um, That's something we've always uh, believed from day one. Uh, The other one I would say is as much as you might be passionate about the subject, you know, whether that be um, a product, a healthcare, you know, a skincare, there's so much more behind the scenes. It's like the tip of an iceberg, you know, your actual product service uh, customer engagement is the tip, and uh, there's so much more behind the scenes. So fall in love with the process of building a company. Uh, fall in, like, we are always learning, you know? I had this misconception that entrepreneurs previously have things figured out. But the fact of the matter is we're always learning. We're receptive to feedback. We're receptive to changing patterns. It's a very dynamic environment. So you also have to be okay with failing, and learning and trying so resilience and patience it's a whole it's a whole journey you know so you got to be okay with that and you have to have confidence in yourself that you can make the right decisions at the right time it's been so kind of you to come in and explain a bit about the the background to for child 2024 looking forward to it is it going to be a formative year for you and the company Oh, it's going to be a fabulous year for oh, us. I'll see, they're all they're coming thick and thin now, I tell you. Um, we have huge goals, and I would love to, uh, you know, catch up in a year or so um, to recap on what we hope to achieve in the upcoming year. But um, with that being said, we are going to expand our product line by twofold. Um, we're going to continue providing uh, more in-depth education because we believe investing in our community is uh, and making them aware of, you know, empowering them with decisions mm. that they can make for their pets is really important. Um, we're going to bring on more expertise and more collaboration inside the pet industry as well as outside the pet industry. The best of luck from uh, one pet owner to uh, how many pets do you have? Uh, currently, right now, I have two, and I'm fostering a beautiful little dog, uh. helping her, you know, rekindle and uh, find the, you know, Forever family. Forever family. If people want to find out more about Fairchild? Uh, Yes, please. uh, Come. So there's a few options. You can go online, www.furchild.com. You can check us out on social. That's at Fairchild Pet. 
Pets with an S. And we also have a pet-friendly storefront where you can come in with your dog or cat or any critter of your liking. Uh, we're located in Alcoos where you can come, browse the menu, speak with a pet food advisor, and just look at the options that are out there. Mm. In addition to our meals, we have an extensive range of products and categories that can boost categories like that. any yeah, dog good. bowl, any oh. cat bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine, we can't thank you enough. Thanks so much Thank indeed you. for joining us. Uh, we're out of time yet again, Neil. Another good show? Absolutely tip top. It's been a pleasure. Very good. Keep them coming. Uh, we, uh, this is starting up with Virtue Zone. Do reach out to the Virtue Zone team. My thanks to, of course, both of our special guests, but also, of course, the chairman of Virtue Zone, Mr. Neil Patch. Should we do it all again next week? Furtively. Oh, very good indeed. Yeah. Uh, this is Dubai I 3.8. See you next week.